Hi, and welcome to Business Talk, the official podcast series presented to you by the Success Academy. At the Success Academy, we proudly present weekly episodes filled with in-depth discussions with local industry leaders and business owners. We are digging deep into the many success stories and business advice that made all the difference in their success. Whether you are considering starting your own business or are already a successful entrepreneur, listening to how others succeeded can help you achieve the goals that you have set for your business. Our host, Shoulder Twee, the owner and founder of the Success Academy, is one of South Africa's most successful and respected businessmen, with more than 50 years of experience as an entrepreneur and business owner himself. We therefore welcome you now for joining in on our next podcast episode. Right, well, good morning, everybody. It uh, gives me great pleasure to welcome uh, Tony Deval uh, to the Success Academy's business talk uh, that we do on a, on, a, on a weekly basis. Tony, you were the guest speaker this morning at our executive breakfast and uh, I think it's safe to say you were you were a great hit everybody went away uh, really feeling that you'd add great value so uh, maybe you'd like to start off by you know telling me a little bit about yourself Um, where does the surname Deval come from is it Deval or uh, maybe if you could tell me a little bit about your background and your your genetic makeup. Okay, good morning. Hi, Shaw. Genetic makeup. My mother, my mother, was so I've got Afrikaans, South African Afrikaans, and then my father's side was Scotch and Italian. So we had Italian temper and Italian blood on the father's side, and the, the mom Afrikaans uh, with my Omar on, on the other side. Um, three brothers, I was the eldest by eight years, and we grew up in Blegari, I mean it was still Bosfeld, like where four ways used to be, just Bushveld. Uh, grew up in Parkhurst as a start, and then we moved out into the wilderness, um, and it was an interesting journey. I was the first pupil in Iowa Griffith Primary School, and I was there right through, through to the end of primary school, and went to Bryanston High, and then to the Navy. So. I've always been the eldest, had to prove myself, had to show that I'm good enough. Even in scouts, my dad used to say, you need to understand, you've got to be three times better than anybody, because he was also a scoutmaster. He says, you've got to be three times better than anybody to prove that I'm not giving you the badges because you're my son. So the bar has always been very high for me. Okay. Was that good or bad? Now, it was very good. Then, it was tough. It was very tough to uh, see people achieving things easily and then have the bar raised and the pressure put on me from my father's side. Like, you, you can't, you've got to be better, you, you know, push, push, you're not good enough, you've got to be harder. So, it's like gym. In the beginning, gym, you know, the muscles burn and it takes a while, but eventually when you look in the mirror and you've got the body that you're looking for, there's a satisfaction. So, I'm everything that uh, my dad made me to be and that I took and used to make me ask myself into being the better version on the level up from that. Yeah, I think tough times grows tough people. Mm. Um, and there's a, there's a balance that, that's important. I think you can be over tough on people. And I, I see the kids today 
they're not tough enough, they like flex, they, they melt in the least amount of pressure. Mm. And I think that's a mistake. I see a lot of single moms protecting their children and they are 30 and 40 are not able to be self-sustaining in the world and I think that's a huge mistake. Right. So I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the tough times. So there's got to be some Thanks pain. Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> there's got to be some pain. No pain, no gain. Yeah, you know no, you're so right. So this morning you, you, you shared some very interesting ideas and thoughts. Um, in a nutshell, what you, what you shared with um, you know, our guests at the breakfast, is, is it possible for you to... Just take five minutes to uh, put it all in a nutshell. Okay, so I think life's a game. A game isn't a solo solo game. It's it's me, it's we, it's us. So the four levels of any system is the people that make up the system. It's the people that turn into teams because the complexity is so big in the world. One person is not able to handle everything. So teamwork and collaboration is so important and because you've got teams you then need efficient and effective leadership leaders are the ones that get things changed it's the unreasonable leaders that get pro progress to happen and when you get people and teams and leadership you have a cultural dynamic whether it's your family culture your religious culture your team culture or an organizational culture it's the way we do things around here that is the norm it's it's not ex explicit and, and overt but it's the unwritten rules it's like the water that fish swim in it's like what what water are we in and what culture so I've always been fascinated with people I, I needed to unleash my potential um, and started looking for technologies red Maxwell Maltz Leslie M. Lecron hypnotherapy uh, Tony Robbins has been my one of my passions so I'm an optimizer and a pusher. It's my natural brain process of how do I improve? How do I push? How do I grow? How do I add more value? How do I create a place for us? Because a me is a lonely space. It's got mm. to be a we. Mm. So for me, I like being around happy, healthy, wholesome, high-performance people that succeed. So I played sports. I played tennis. I played <coughs> hockey. I played cricket. Hockey extreme, I uh, play anywhere, anywhere, anyhow. I uh, played for South Africa, Western Province, Junior Board, Country Districts, Defence Forces, hyper-competitive streak in me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I don't mind losing mm. as long as I've played my best game. There are people, but there will always be a faster gun. Yeah. But did I bring my best? So often you think, I could have done better. And it's after that, it's too late. It's like you, you don't have a cake veer. It's, if you're going to get on the stage... Bring it all, leave nothing behind. That when you step off, you can say, I did my absolute, absolute best. And I love seeing that spark happen in people. And where they do things and they, they kind of get a, a shock and their lights go on, it's like, wow, I did that. And that excitement fuels a stronger and stronger uh, development of self-worth, self-esteem, identity, beliefs, behaviors and their values. And I think we have unlimited, you know, we are pieces of source, spirit, God, universe, whatever label you want to give it. We are beings of light in three-dimensional form. Mm. Bring love, bring peace, bring joy, bring whatever is positive. So for me, it's a dance. It's a game of how do we tweak, how do we improve? And that's why I like cars, because constantly, constantly, 
adjust this, improve that, change this, shift that, add this on, bolt that on, take this away, fix this because you push too hard. And sometimes you do. I, um, I remember I used to have a DJ job at night, a day job plus a weekend job. So I was running three or four jobs. And I just burnt myself out, finished. I mm. fell down two weeks, couldn't not even walk on my hands and knees. My, my balance was gone. Um, and I had to, had to stay in bed and stay in my house. And it was frustrating as heck. Mm. But I realized you can only push so far before you need to recover. And so I used to have a sentence that said, am I doing the most productive thing possible? That was my constant mantra, except in one of the options wasn't rest and recovery. It was just mm. always push, 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 push. And I realized as I got older, rest and recovery is a vital component. You mm. can only push so far for so long, for so hard, and you've got to just come off the gas and ease on down, come out of the red line and just rebuild, rebalance, and then you can get back on the track and go flat out again. Oh, so, so in your business uh, as Life Masters, I know that you're a coach, but... Um, how do, you, how do you help companies to reach their full potential? So companies for me are beyond money. Money is the byproduct. Money is oxygen. It's not the reason for, for the business. And for some people, the business is purely about money. And I've grown beyond it. I've grown up from greedership to leadership. And so for me, business is the mechanism and the machine for people to get meaning, worth, value, growth, together community. I've always had a passion in people because I had to fix myself up. I learned to do my own mechanic work on me, um, on psychological, emotional, mental, physical. I love doing it. And because I think, because I have no children, you know, you watch dads or moms with their kids, they're putting their wisdom into their children so they can grow and, and go further. And I've never had that outlet. So anybody that's close enough to me is, hey, you, come here. I want to show you be, some, be my kid. some wisdom. Be my kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've loved, I've always loved sharing and, and feeling that. Pr there are times in a team building, at the end we do a closing circle and I say, I'm proud. I feel proud. I know what it feels like to be a dad, to be proud of your people, proud of your children. So for me, I'm like a surgeon. We will go in and we'll diagnose whether it's, diagnostics or telephone or face-to-face -face interviews and we'll start to get a sense of what's happening mm. everybody's got their own viewpoint into the pot and once you've got that information and you've got a full 360 from all the levels of the organization we know what the heartbeat is not what the not what the symptom is we can get down to the cause factors mm. but part of that process of those interviews is we're building trust and, and rapport and connection with the people so that when we do design the team building or the facilitation or the intervention or whatever the process is, we really have strong trust. So when we get together on the day or two or three, it's high Tony and we get a hug versus who are these guys? What are mm. they going to do? Can we trust them? Mm. And, and so in a day or two, we create miracles where people have, people have said, I've traveled around the, the, world, the country with Tony and I've seen miracles happen. I did not think were possible. We've had people turn hate into love. People had hated each other verbally, overt, in the meeting to start. By the second and the third day, they're hugging their best friends. We've had physical violence where we've had it on the third or the fourth day, they're hugging, they're forgiven. And I, and I joke with Honest, my co-facilitator and co-coach, the kind of work we're doing, the level of change we create, because we have a recipe that we've refined over 35 plus years, 
it's almost as if we are turning changing the religion so imagine if you're trying to change someone turn a muslim to a christian or christian to a muslim mm. you're, you're changing a dynamic so deeply at the core of a person's identity of who they are so we don't we don't change the people's religions but it's like it's, it's like engineering a complete rebuild from the inside out okay so many people want performance improvement and so they train their staff but less than 10% of that is remembered back in the workplace and less than 5% is applied. So we engineer the layers underneath your beliefs, your values, your identity. Many people know what to do. They don't do what they know because they don't feel like it. Hmm. You know, I know I need to lose weight, but I don't feel like going for the run or for the gym. And so if you can give people the tools and the awareness is step one to manage how they feel then you can give them the tools to manage how they act. And then they can get the results that they get. So we're like a surgeon. We kind of check it, check it out in all the little corners and, okay, this guy, that's his issue, and this guy, that's his issue. So I'm part of the International Society for Performance Improvement, and there is a, a, a formula and a recipe. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? What's the gap? Why is the gap? How do we fix the gap? Do the thing. What is the context and the constraints and the culture? And so it's, it's an iterative process of tweak, tune, improve, optimize, tweak, tune, improve, optimize, check. And we just const, like you service a car, you service your team, you optimize, improve, tweak, adjust. And it's, it's, it's about bringing, I, I joke about it, but it's corporate soul surgery. We, 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 I use the word love. and We bring love. Do you love what you do? Do you love who you do it with? Do you love where you do it? Do you love why you do it? I was going to do a team building for a very large accounting firm. The lady said, you can't use that word. And I thought, I didn't swear. Yeah. And I said, which word? She said, love. She said, if you use the word love, you'll lose the respect of all of my directors, all the partners in the thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow. And I interviewed them all. And I started the day and I said, you know, thank you. I'm blessed to be in front of people that are on an IQ basis are probably one of the most intelligent groups for a long time. Mm. I said, but however, on an EQ, on a heart basis, I think you guys are the lowest. And it was like a, the room kind of got a gasp. <laughs> and the, the chairman at the end, he came and he said, you know what? He said, you're so right. We've lost our soul because all, all, all that we look at is numbers. And mm. that's, that's all that matters to us. And yeah. we need to balance yeah. that head, the heart, and the soul. So we, we do soul surgery. Yeah. So you, you were talking this morning about COVID, uh, that wave, and how mm. it affected us. And, and then you, you, to me, you... you, you you said something that that it's not the last wave. There mm. are many other waves coming. Yeah. So in your mind, what can we take out of COVID to prepare us for for the waves that are coming? So I've coined because of COVID, I've coined a phrase called adapt agility, because we have to adapt, and we need agility. But because of the experience of what's happened. Those have to happen simultaneously. We have to adapt constantly with agility, which is why I use the metaphor of surfing. Because there's a wave coming, and surfers, you see the wave, and you choose the wave. And you position yourself that the waves that are coming don't necessarily bash you, but you're ready to take one. And once you catch that wave, you have the right resources, the, the surfboard and that. You have the right skills that you can surf in the balance. And then you have the awareness <coughs> to be able to look around and make decisions on how do you best use the momentum and the opportunity of the wave. And if you watch a surfer, they are const they, 
They're changing balance every nanosecond. It's constant, constant changing, assessment, evaluation, decision and action a million times in a ride. And I find that profound how it becomes automated in these people. What I love is every surfer finishes their, their, dry, their, their surf with a crash off the board into the water mm. and they paddle back out again to, the, to get the next wave. And there's an excitement and an enjoyment in a wave. And the same with COVID. There are people that made huge money in COVID. There are people that lost huge money in COVID. The mindset is what matters most, the, mm. the limiting belief systems that are there. I think COVID, uh, we don't want to get too deep into conspiracy theories, but I think COVID was a man-made process with some very big intentions that most average people are not aware of. And when I listen to the words of the people like Bill Gates and those kind of people, I'm saying, I'm reading between the lines of like, okay, this isn't the last attempt they're going to have at this game. I need to be aware. I need to have resources. The resources are actually food and water. Um, I need to have financial resources. I need to make sure my health is good and that I'm behaving healthy. Many people that died in COVID were overweight. They had diabetes. They had low vitamin D. So health is a huge issue. Resources sufficient resources to, to cope for, for a while. And then a, a network, a family, love, care, connection, support, community. You're not going to survive you know, in the worst case. So if you look at in America, there are these guys called preppers. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Boy Scout. So I love learning. I love my plan B and plan C. And I yeah. used to watch these guys thinking, wow, I think you're a little extreme. Yeah. Now I look at them and I think, wow, I think you're just doing exactly what is needed. Yeah. And so people spend money on insurance. They're, they're, so, so play a game. You've got, you've got insurances. Mm -hmm. The average person that I work with, that we play with is, they have about 10 grand a month insurance. If you just assume a number, double that number, it's 20 grand. Add two noughts, that's two million. That's what a person is going to spend money, hard money out of their pocket on insuring their vehicles, the, the hard asset mm -hmm. stuff, non-emotional, non non-physical, in 10 years. So my question is, okay, cool. I'm not saying don't do insurance. I'm saying, are you investing an equal or greater amount in ensuring your success? Mm. Do you spend two million in 10 years on yourself? Knowledge, skill, ability, health, capabilities, resources around you, that if something does happen, and that oops happens, prepared. that mm. you're ready. You've, mm. you've got some resources. You're not floating out in the middle of the wilderness with an oh, heck, what am I going to do now? Mm. So just, just think a little more, plan a little further. Mm. Stuff can happen. Mm. And it can happen very quickly. Yeah, very, very interesting. Um, Tony, do you, your target market in, in, in the business world, do you target particular companies or uh, is it the range of companies that you help? Um, can you, you know, who do you work with? So we've been approached by government organizations, um, corporates, and the smaller companies, packaging companies, conference centers, home businesses with 12, 15 people. Wherever you have staff, you will have challenges, whether mm. it's conflicts, individual challenges, team challenges, leadership challenges. So we're fairly effective in marketing on a digital platform. So most of our business comes to us. And if I look at a cross-section, it's 
50% is the corporates and the government and the larger organizations with a few thousand staff. And the other half are the smaller 20, 30, 50, 100, 200, 400 staff kind of situation. They come for the signal we put out of the bait that we hang out is team building. But that's what, that's what we put out is the, this is what we're selling. But when we do the process, we, we're doing people building, we're rewiring mindsets and attitudes, we're unhooking baggage, we're rebuilding trust. So it's the people and the team and the leadership and the culture. It's not just a team building. A team building. So when people come and say, we want to play team building games, it's like, <clears throat> wouldn't you like something more meaningful and more valuable that pays for itself? Mm. So we have a recipe, it's fun. We, we, we have activities that are fun. We don't play fun for fun's sake, like bury, what I call a bury, bone, arrow, and bribe brigade. So we have fun, there's laughter. We did engineers, we had a, a company, the Minerals Council, they were engineers and there was a laughing. And I thought, the engineers and the lawyers and the attorneys are hardest ones to, to get to get, laugh. <laughs> to get into their laugh and to get into their heart. But we had an incredible day with them. Mm. And, and that, I go home, I'm tired, we're tired, it's, it's hard, it's, mm. it's mental and emotional and energetic work. But I feel blessed that I, I get paid to do what I love and, and love what I do. And the business benefit, we've had companies go from 200 million revenue to 800 million revenue, the weekend workshop. So numbers, 180,000 rand in investment, 600 million out. I think it's a good deal. Mm. I have one of my other big clients, we've done four sessions. 30 million to 50, 50 to 90, 90 to 200. Mm. Um, and that's in four workshops. So it probably mm. cost them 300,000 Rand to go to 200 million in business. Mm. So we do the people, open heart surgery, mm. love, peace, joy, abundance, and they're working together better. The machine runs, it's tuned, it's performance optimized, and people have an incredible experience. So maybe you should um, focus your attention on our on our government and see if we can uh, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, get that love and, and compassion there. Do you know that I volunteered to do free leadership training for the government before the last the, the elections before? And I went for three meetings and the minister didn't arrive at either of those three meetings. Okay. But I was willing to do it. Yeah. We do, we do you know, pro bono uh, work for organisations mm. um, that, that need some help in mm. that. But you know... Tony, as we were saying last night, this country has really strong people, and um, people. and that's where where the uh, I think the difference can be made. And obviously, you make that difference. And I really want to thank you for for coming this morning and sharing um, the value that you did. And I know that there are many of the companies that are going to be looking at uh, talking to you on an ongoing basis. Um, I know that I'll be having some interesting discussions with you going mm -hmm. forward. So really has been a pleasure having uh, Tony with us this morning at, uh, at our executive breakfast. And um, you're now part of the Success Academy family. You'll be invited to all of our networking events and uh, we look forward to a long relationship going forward. So. Uh, Every month we have a, a networking event. Um, the date's for October. Um, offhand, see, I've got it. Uh, on the 12th and the 28th. So the 12th is the uh, networking event, and the 28th is our next breakfast. So keep those dates, those Definitely. dates open.
All right. Sheldon, thank you and bless you for all of the amazing value. Um, I, I said to my friend Honest, I'm hard to impress, but I'm impressed and blessed to be connected with you and your team and the value that you bring. So thank you very much for, for what you do too. Thank you very much. In closing, I just want to also remind our tenants that uh, they need to register on our, uh, our new platform. Um, the Success Academy is really a goldfield of uh, opportunities. Um, and by registering on uh, our online uh, system, it gives you the opportunity to be, you know, become connected to, to all the other tenants. So um, until next time, uh, may you put into practice the sound advice that Tony has given to you and uh, get ready for, uh, for that next wave. Um, I think that's the secret, to actually be ready for the wave when it comes Absolutely. and not to be caught off guard. Sure. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. The Success Academy has been the industry leaders in prime office space rentals in South Africa for over 25 years. We believe that we have perfected a winning recipe over the last 25 years to create an environment where our tenants can grow to reach their full potential in our prime office box. The opportunities that will unfold to you by becoming part of our community are mind-blowing. We currently provide prime office space to over 500 of South Africa's most successful companies who employ more than 6,000 people and occupy over 130,000 square meters of office space. If you would like to join our business community and take your business to the next level, please do not hesitate to contact us on 0861 or visit our website on www.thesuccessacademy.co.za And remember, if you are one of our valued tenants, please do not hesitate to get in contact with Wilhelminda Toy for any interviewing opportunities. See you next week. All our details are also in the program notes.